What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to I Just Said Something. I'm your host, C.L. Thompson. Uh, thank you for listening in. Uh, man, I got a great topic for today um, that I want to be dealing with, and that is making a selfless sacrifice. Um, you know, if I had to title it or something, if I was preaching a sermon or something like that, I would call it No Greater Love. Um, if you've been listening to the show, uh, you know, I've dedicated the entire month of October to relationships. I believe relationships are essential to our physical, mental, cognitive, spiritual health. Um, I can get into the neurological side of it, of how uh, the brain is affected when we're alone and things like that. But I won't go there. I want to deal with strictly romantic relationships, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever the case may be. If you're in a relationship with someone, uh, whether you're married, this is for you. I do a lot of relationship counseling. I have a lot of clients um, who see me to counsel or help their relationship, long distance relationships, broken relationships, healthy relationships, relationships that are kind of just in between. I do a lot of relationship counseling. And anybody who can tell you, especially any married couple that comes to me for premarital or uh, marital counseling, um, one thing I focus on is communication. But the one line they'll all tell you that I say is that every relationship requires selflessness and it requires sacrifice. There is no relationship that will make it unless you have selflessness and you have sacrifice. There's no way around it. You put two selfish people together. It won't make it. Uh, you put two people together that aren't willing to sacrifice something together. It won't make it. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. Uh, I believe that there are absolutely some non-negotiables um, that need to be within the context of a relationship. There has to be some non-negotiables uh, in there. They have to be built in. There are some things that aren't negotiable. However, I do believe that sometimes we come into a relationship and there are some things that should be negotiable that we're not willing to sacrifice. And there are some things or some areas where we're not willing to be selfless in. And if we don't do that, our relationship will not make it. Um, and so today I want to deal with and help you understand the importance of selflessness and sacrifice uh, because you will have to have great love. Uh, John 15, 13, one of my favorite scriptures of the word, says this, that no greater love than this, than a man shall have than this, than he shall lay down his life for his friends. Now, we know this the scripture is talking about Jesus, Jesus laying down his life. He gave up his life for us, the believer. He gave down his he gave up his life uh, that we may have life and have it more abundantly. We get that. We understand that. Let's extract the principle of that scripture. Um, and just look at the sacrifice that was made and the selflessness was made. But also let's look at the context of friendship. Scripture tells us that we are friends of God. We were no longer enemies, but we now became friends of God. We sing the song. I am a friend of God. We know that. And so Jesus laid down his life. He was he made a sacrifice and was selfless for a friend us. Now, you take that, apply that to your marriage, apply that to your relationship. Um, the question is, what are you willing to lay down? What are you willing to sacrifice in your relationship? Um, because the greater the sacrifice, the greater the selflessness, the better the relationship will be. So many people come in and they say, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. And I'm not going to do this. You cannot have a healthy, strong relationship without sacrificing and being selfless in certain areas. Uh, 
I'll just talk about just a few because these are a few that I get a lot of within the context of counseling a lot of people. Uh, Number one, you have to be willing to sacrifice some friendships. You have to be willing to sacrifice some friendships within the context of your marriage. Everybody you were friends with before you got married, let me be honest with you, you won't be able to have that level of friendship anymore. And I'm not saying that you have to cut them off completely. I'm not saying that you got to say, oh, you can no longer be my friend because I'm married. But what I am saying is this, is that when you get married, uh, it takes your priority to a different level. Your priority is now your spouse. Your priority is now your marriage. And so you're going to have to sacrifice that friendship to a degree. You're going to have to find a new balance. You're going to have to find a new way um, to to get time with that person because your priorities have shifted. Um, If you were a party girl or or a bro dude that liked to party all the time with your friends, you cannot get married and continue that same level of partying, hanging out uh, intimate time with your friends. It just won't work because what will happen is you will be telling your friends or you will be telling your spouse that your friends are more important than them. And I guarantee you that will slowly but surely eat away at your relationship. Your spouse will get tired of being second or third or fourth or wherever they feel they are on that list. And so you must and you have to sacrifice some friendships. Maybe you have to schedule some time to kick it with them and talk about that on the front end with your spouse or or have a plan to say, hey, every third Tuesday, I hang out with such and such or every this I hang out with them. But you cannot continue um, at that same level. Uh, some Christians aren't going to like this, but you're going to have to sacrifice your ministry. Um, I just got done telling somebody just the other day. I said, I feel like my marriage is my number one mission field. Then it's a ministry. What I mean by that, we have people that want to go to the nations. We have people that have a ministry and they put their ministry before their marriage. If you put ministry before marriage, you are out of order. You're about a line. That's just point blank period. The Bible tells us in Timothy is that How can a man take care of God's house or ministry if he doesn't first take care of his own? Uh, And that means man or woman, whoever you are, your marriage comes before your ministry. Uh, You have to put your spouse first. It can't be the church and then your spouse. No, your spouse comes before the church. Um, One of the greatest things that I learned as a church planter when I was planting churches is that um, you can be cheating on your spouse uh, and your spouse can be in love with the with the mistress you're cheating on your spouse with, you're probably like, that doesn't make sense. Pastor Chris, what are you saying? I'm saying is that you can be cheating on your spouse with the church, with the church. And you leave your spouse in a conflicting position because they love the church, but they hate what it's doing to the marriage. A powerful book I read, it was titled, my husband's cheating on me and I'm in love with his mistress. And the book was simply about a spouse who was um, at the church all the time doing ministry, doing these different things. And the the wife was conflicted because she loved the church. She loved the work, but she felt inadequate compared to it. And he wasn't physically cheating, but he was spiritually and emotionally cheating on her with the church. And so very, very powerful concept. So your ministry, you have to make some sacrifices within your ministry. Um, shopping, uh, shopping is an area you have to be selfless and sacrifice because depending on what your financial situation is, you may have to cut back 
on your shopping, but you also have to be selfless enough to think of your spouse first when it comes to shopping. Are you willing to sacrifice the spending that you were spending once on yourself to spend on your spouse, to think of your spouse, think of others more highly than yourself? This is significantly true when it comes to your spouse. Like no matter what I do, um, I'm always thinking even sometimes to my detriment more about my spouse than of myself. Uh, I'm always thinking of how can my wife be pleased in this? How can I make sure she's happy in this before my own personal? needs. Uh, you have to sacrifice your family. Oh, I know some of y'all are like, oh man, I got to sacrifice my family. What do you mean? Sacrifice my family. Uh, you can't be a mama's boy, uh, and be married. Your mom has to be second, uh, to your spouse. Uh, ladies, if you're a mama's girl, a daddy's girl, your spouse has to be on there. So you have to sacrifice that relationship. Again, I'm not saying you have to cut them completely off, but the scripture tells us that when a, when a couple gets married, they have to leave their father and mother and be joined. Dachba is the Greek word or Hebrew word uh, for that, meaning super glued together. You have to separate from one and be glued to the next. It, it, it surprises me um, when couples aren't willing to cut the ties with their family. Of course, you're going to merge your family. Of course, you're going to have family time. But again, your family is what takes priority. When I say your family, I mean you and your spouse, what you have as a family comes over um, the now family that you've separated yourself from exes have to sacrifice uh, your exes. You have to be careful. The kids, the telephone, all these different things you have to be willing to sacrifice. You have to lay them down. Uh, and I don't know, I'm not trying to get anybody's business, but the question that you have to ask yourself, have I laid it down for my friend? Have I laid it down? Have I, have I put these things down? Have I challenged myself to put these things down to put my spouse first so they can have the abundant life or we can have the abundant marriage? Understand that Christ laid down his most valuable possession, which was his life. He laid down his life that we can have life more abundantly. He gave up. Uh, he gave up of himself. He's, he was selfless to do that. Your sacrifice is selfless. But in order to have the marriage, you have to be willing to sacrifice no greater love. So many couples want greater love. They want the happily ever after. They want the, the great ending. But are you willing to sacrifice and be selfless enough to lay down certain things? And so I challenge you, if you're listening to this show, to ask yourself, what is your most valuable possession? And I'm not just talking about physical possession. I'm talking about things that you're holding on to emotionally. I'm talking about things that you're holding on to uh, spiritually. What is your most valuable possession? And will you lay it down for your spouse? Because that is love. You have to be willing to do that. You have to be willing to let go. They have to take uh, the top spot, not above God. They have to take the top spot in your heart. God is number one. God is on top, but then comes your spouse. I always say this, no matter what ingredients come in, you know, God is the lid that holds it all together. And you're probably like, what do you mean, Chris? I'll give you the story now. I'll, I'll end the show like this. And so if you have a blender, imagine with me that you have a blender uh, and you're making a smoothie and you're putting all the ingredients right into the smoothie. If you don't put the lid on and you push the button Guess what's going to happen? You're going to turn it on and stuff's going to go everywhere. But when you put the lid on the top and you push the button, it all blends well. God is the lid on the top 
of your marriage. He's the lid on the top of your marital blender. And so no matter what comes in, good ingredients, bad ingredients, it doesn't matter. At least it won't go all over the place because you got God on the top who holds it all together. And so God is always at the top. He is always first. But after that comes your spouse. Your spouse should always be the first year, should always be the first ingredient that's in. And so I hope this blesses somebody. I hope people find greater love in this. I hope you're willing to make uh, sacrifices and I hope they'd be willing to be selfless because that's going to be the key.